THC pod. Hello and welcome to this first spooktacular episode <laughs> of DWN Productions THC Spooktacular, sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here and boy. <laughs> so Joe, how was your week? Hold on, I'm sharing this. Shit. <laughs> it's Halloween live time at DWE. Oh shit! God damn. How's your week going? Mine's been okay. I uh, said I was gonna take the day off today. Did you? Well, I spent the day working on my taxes. So you tell me if I took the day off. You did Joe. not. That's always <laughs> a uh, that's a different sort of headache. Yeah, that's. I need to be doing that myself. I need to remember to have one send me the paperwork from Corpus. Sit down and do that shit because I can't afford to take a fucking hit on a, you know, hey, on a you fee. Did, on a fee, yeah, a fifty dollar fee or whatever. You got a calendar. I do have a calendar. So every first weekend of the next quarter, I write, do your taxes, you <laughs> fuck, just to make sure that they will be done in the time that they are due. So next week I will finish them because, of course, the first weekend sometimes it falls very quickly and all of your sources don't have the last month's statement yeah. altogether quite yet. However... It is still good because you still got the stuff from the other two months. You can all gather up, and especially if you put it off and say, oh, I'll work on it next week, and you got two months from the past quarter, you got to input shit on. It helps, Joe, so you're not 
the last in line, you see. I get it. I guess it was. I don't know. All this reality. I should have been a dreamer. But uh, yeah, so this week I uh, I got through the week. But uh, yesterday went and got my car from Hicksville. Here it comes uh, again. It cost me quite a pretty penny. So what was wrong with it, Joe, in old West Texas? Like a whole fucking lot of shit. Like they, they basically rebuilt the front end. You know what does that mean? You hear people say that, and uh, they might have said that to you, but do you actually know what they did? You said it was wheel and rotor problems. Yeah, it's like ball joints and shit like that. I've got a whole list of the things (laughs) on the invoice. It's like this, 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 Uh, and it was expensive. So I don't usually do this, but uh, this early in the show, right down here below these pumpkins, (laughs) fastcustomshirts.com. It would be of great help. <laughs> I would be quite thankful if you went to the website and purchased some shirts. But not just any shirt. The shirt that I forgot to upload here so we'd have the flyer that would pop up. But there's a special edition Halloween limited variant boy gob shirt up at fastcustomshirts.com. Joe, I'm going to hope. I'm going to hope. And I'm going to hope some more that you fucking got at least three orders. Well, your fuck. we're almost met, Tom. We almost met that holy trinity of three, but we're stagnant at two. Fuck. But pre-order is going on until the 10th, so you guys still have time to pre-order this shirt. <laughs> You'll have it by Halloween so you can wear it when you take your kids out trick-or-treating or when you go out to rob kids of their candy or whatever it is you like to do on the 31st. Well, I'll tell you this, Joe. I didn't put my order in because I didn't want the only fucking order to be the one that I was going to put in and then you have to refund me <laughs> and lose fucking money and say, I'm not printing this. But now, hey, if strangers bought it, now you have to print it. So I will be putting my order in at the end of the pre-order. Two of them. Two of them <laughs> at that. Uh, Feel free to yeah. promote it. Make your own flyer. I thought the one I made was funny. Obviously, it offended you. And I'm sorry. I had that little Asian boy and I thought we were beyond this asian hate his know, name was COVID. ricky and there was yeah. a story a movie but, made of him but thanks to the both of you that the, and this is an insult in britain for some reason <laughs> uh, you know they've got weird definitions because for things. look at it mate it's a yeah. bird's nest <laughs> and, uh, like they even call like a flashlight they call it a torch over there. I've been thinking about that. It's been eating me away when we did our worst movie posters and I called the fucking thing guy on the poster the flashlight head instead of the torch head. Ooh, I fucked up. Well, because they're Americans, you know, that none of them were were British. But it doesn't matter. It has to do with our shit. We don't call it flashlights round y'all. Yeah. Call them fucking torches like the mates. So I did that, went to work yesterday, and uh, today took the day off, I guess you could say, and decorated the yard with our Halloween 
decorations. You know, we're the only people on our block that decorate because we're the fucking oddballs. But well, I don't know if you really decorate as much as you take one skeleton down for another. That's true. <laughs> or we put up other skeletons. Yeah, you're right because we do have three skeletons that stay up all year long. So like last time I was over there, you were just like, oh, yeah, I should have told you. My yard's the one with the skeleton. Yeah, no shit. For one, I've been here, and of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks like you fucking skin boiled and bleached a Murray over there. Yeah, it does look like that. <laughs> He's not carrying a chain whip, though, and taking that out on, on uh, preachers. <laughs> on teenagers because you know they're the last in line for a reason joe they are they are no one could see them getting molested you see because by the board all the other ones yeah (laughs) we'll get to that though we'll have a good time that's our main event for the evening even though we're going to do it a little sooner like about now hey joe you've been to the movies Lately? Yeah, Tom, I, I have, you know, and I don't go to the theater too often anymore, you know. Um it's just fallen out of uh fallen out of vogue with me, I guess you could say. But every once in a while there's a movie or a special event that I think, eh, maybe I'll go see that. Yeah. So this time <laughs> It was a documentary that was airing, Tom. And this was called Dio, Dreamers Never Die. And this was a documentary. Or was it a rockumentary? uh, It is a documentary on Ronnie James Dio and the course of his career and things that happened along the way. And like most uh, documentaries, it was, you know, they talked to a bunch of other people and got their perspective. Uh, the theater was uh, the theater was full. Was uh, it really? I, it wasn't the biggest uh, uh, fucking screening house or what? What do they call those? Auditorium. Auditorium. Okay, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was full, and it was just you know a bunch of old fucking metalheads. So uh, I also went to see this. Uh, we seen it on the same night. It was only playing for two nights. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of what they do now for uh, lower budget fares. But anyways, uh, it was me and about maybe 12, maybe 12 other people there. It was a mixed variety. And when I say mixed variety, I'd say maybe six white and six Mexican people. <laughs> and then uh, the Mexican people... Uh, one of the fathers brought two of his uh, rock metal daughters. So I guess that was good. They were able to share a movie together and all that. But yeah, ours was very lackluster. I thought for a second these four cracker hipsters were going to come because they just came in like talking all bullshit loud. Like, oh, I thought we were going to be late, but we made it. Where's our seats? Ooh. And then they were just like fucking just bullshit talking like fucking while we were waiting for the movie to go on 
And I was like, God damn, man. I'm sure they're these record collecting fucking fucking dickheads. And there's, oh, we're in the wrong theater. <laughs> so they all fucking packed up and took off. This isn't Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah, I, I don't remember. They said, oh, we're supposed to be in five. <laughs> so they didn't say what movie they were actually supposed to go see. But, I mean, it was the crowd you would expect. Yeah. Luckily, I look like somebody who listens to music, so nobody suspected anything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, That's a yeah. <laughs> I mean, before I can't say that because on the way there, I fucking forgot where I was going because I smoked a left handed cigarette, <laughs> you see. <laughs> so it took me an extra half hour to get there. So I listened to Dio albums and songs and shit that I've never heard before because all I did was Holy Diver and that was it. I was just like, yeah, Holy Diver's good. The other songs on this is good. I don't listen to music, so I'll just stop here and stick with the good shit. So uh, up there I listened to uh, Rainbow and what else was it? Black Sabbath. No, I fucking, like, I never got into Black Sabbath at all just because Ozzy Osbourne's such a fucking cornball. Like, that dude fucking sucks. I don't know if you like the motherfucker or not. Probably not because you're a Dio fan, but that dude's always been a fucking cornball, and we'll get to that for sure. Yes. Because they spent an appropriate amount of time on this motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, I never cared for that dude. That's why I was just like, yeah, I don't fucking give a fuck about Black Sabbath, even if Dio's in it. Fuck that shit. But uh, that beast-smoking son of a fuck, Sebastian Bach, he was just like, man, you got to listen to Bible Black, man. And I did, and that shit goes hard. But there's one problem fucking I got with Dio. Two problems, really. One is he's about that fucking medieval fucking shit with the dragons and swords, and you know I fucking don't give a fuck about any of that shit in the second is like fucking the first 30 seconds of a shit will be like and then it goes you know like if it was all just hard shit to the beginning but i mean as far as that kind of music goes that's the best Deals the best at it. I'm fucking not ignorant enough to know fucking that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh, if I want that kind of music, I'm going to Holy Diver and we'll listen to Straight Through the Heart and shit. Yeah, I mean, anybody that knows me knows I'm a big fan. I have been since fucking junior high. Um, and how old were you back then? Just so we can get some context here. He's 12. 12. Yeah. 12 years old. And what album? Uh, the Holy Diver was the first one that, that you know, and before it's that. Because he had I something had, to prove. He got yeah, kicked out I, of those other bands. And he's just like, God damn it, I gotta fucking do it. And he so, like, one that, you know, you mentioned things you don't like about Dio and me. Uh, it's just that he's Italian. So, I mean, he's got <laughs> a strike against him. <laughs> you know, but. Uh, With Papadova. 
<laughs> so this uh, documentary, it, it courses his career from his time in doo-wop. You know, he was playing doo-wop music for a like while. How old is this motherfucker? Like way uh, older than you pretend to be now. Well, shit, he was, when he started doing music, he was like 16, 17. He was in a so. fucking barbershop quartet, Joe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, playing that kind of, you know, love. Run, 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 a do, run, run. <laughs> Sitting around with guys in front of the, the fucking uh, barrel, you know, on fire, <laughs> just singing. Well, I don't know if they were Kentucky. It's ain't no hole in the wash tub. <laughs> uh so from there, it, it uh, charts his career in the Electric Elves, which became Elf. and Because uh, they were midgets, you see. Everybody they were. thought they were running wire. The documentary uh, comments on his size <laughs> quite a bit. you know. So let of... me ask you about that. You're not the tallest gentleman. I am not. Is that something that attracted you to this man? He's just like, oh, hey, he's like me. So I'm going to fucking be like him or some shit. No, because I had just heard him on the radio, you know. and uh, But when you found out he was a midget, were you like, yes? Honestly, come on. No, it's just because he had curly hair like me. <laughs> so he wasn't Italian. He was Jewish is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, and but come there- on, you had to, like, for real, you had to feel something. Because fucking like the whole time they're commenting on it, he's a man of a slighter frame. And you know, people, they fucking like people who look like how they do. How can I say it? Uh, I think Cactus Jack is cool and Curran thinks Keith Lee is cool because they kind of reflect who we look like. You know, you get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to call you a fucking little midget fuck. No, I don't think that was uh, one of the driving forces. It was just like his voice fucking appealed to me. You know, it was uh, it was just filled with fucking power. Like I didn't. It is booming. See what he looked because I lived in a piece of shit small town, so we didn't have MTV. So it was like years later before I saw one of the videos and saw what he looked like. And you know, this small town, we had a convenience store that had magazines, but they weren't carrying circus or hit parader or shit like that. So was that even around when you were twelve? Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember crazy. clearly in junior high uh, that there were magazines out there like that. But I, I didn't. But were it was it circus and hit parader? I'm sure hit parader. That's an older one, and circus yeah. is the ripoff. Circus came later, and then there was gotcha. a few others. Because um, that shit was around when I was that age, and I just didn't know when it came around and shit. Yeah, I mean, it died off around when heavy metal started dying off. You know, when when it when the aesthetic changed and it became like everybody was listening to grunge instead, uh, which they cover that in the documentary too. But yeah, it goes from there to uh, his time with uh, with Rainbow Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, because he's always you know it's Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. It says that on the albums and everything. And I listened to that Rainbow album. And I mean, Man on Silver Mountain, that's cool. It's okay. I mean, they were talking about how this motherfucker didn't want to be funky. 
Man on Silver Mountain had a little bit of fucking funk to it. I don't know if it was the bass guitar or what, because I'm an ignorant bitch when it comes to music, so I can't fucking break it down like that. But uh, I think this Joey Blackmore guy might have been full of shit, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, uh, yeah, they had some good music. I think that's where, where Gio really found his voice and uh, started singing about the shit that you don't like the fantasy shit that he i mean that was part of it that he, that he really liked and dude i would listen to an interview like i was like after the thing you know how i do it i just want to learn more and more about shit so i was listening to like interviews and shit by him and he was talking to dudes about like dragons for five minutes <laughs> i was like what the fuck i don't even give a fuck but i'm listening to this shit but before we go on with rainbow Let's talk about the music of Elf because they didn't really go too much into the actual music of it. They just like, ooh, look at him painted up like a crossdresser on yeah. this fucking album. And I think the reason they don't is because that shit's not very good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving um, back to Rainbow then. They had two albums, and yeah, there is a definitely a funk quality to those, you know, but uh, but heavy metal really wasn't a thing at that point i think a lot of bands at that time were just you know hey we gotta sound like the who or we gotta sound like the rolling stones and uh and i'll be honest this heavy metal hard rock shit mm -hmm. it really isn't like, a lot some of, of it, it goes some of it goes pretty hard but you know uh when i think of like heavy metal and shit I think of those fucking idiots now. They're just yeah, that shit. Like that's fucking heavy metal, fucking shit. But I can't really classify. I mean, maybe metal. Maybe I don't want to say classic rock or dad rock because legit deals good shit. If you can get past those two things, I don't like. Like Italian it's fucking bone. good shit. You Those like fucking it. wops. <laughs> <laughs> but this whole this whole week, I've been listening back to uh, the Holy Diver album because that's really the only shit I've been listening to before. So like that's nostalgia for me. And then uh, I listened to uh, Heaven and Hell, which why don't the fuck didn't you just call yourself Black Sabbath? We'll get and, to that. Okay. Uh, but Bible Black is definitely the standout out the standout song from that one besides the first 30 seconds. And uh was it Magica? Like Magica there's some weird good songs. Yeah, there's some, but it's very of its time where they're mm -hmm. doing like these fucking skits, quote unquote skits, which <laughs> haven't been on any of the other fucking albums that I've heard. But uh, there's some good songs on there. It's just really Psychopathics from Outer Space, Volume 2, Joe. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Like any fucking Juggalos or Zooligans out there watching this, you should really get into some fucking audio. Or watch this documentary, at least, because the similarities from what he was doing and what they're doing is very, very fucking similar. So I'd be interested in seeing... Uh like somebody that's unfamiliar with his music entirely to watch this documentary. Cause I have a bias, of course, going into it. I'm going to like it. Right. Uh, but yeah, just somebody that, that really doesn't know much about 
that music, his music, or whatever. I mean, I didn't. What they would think. Like I told you, I thought, like, I first found out about this guy from a joke on South Park. (laughs) And then from then, I'd be listening to Holy Diver. And then from there, I found out it was a whole album. And then the Tenacious D shit happened where they made the song. And then he was in the movie. And uh, up until about a week ago, I only listened to Holy Diver album. So, I mean, any questions you have, I didn't know much about this fucking guy. Okay. So, shoot them my way, Joe. Right. Well, I thought so, it was a little long, if I, that's I, what I think you're so trying too. to. <laughs> I thought, I, you know, that's one thing I commented on is, is uh, yeah, they could have pared it down for people that that aren't mega fans, you know, just to like, there's some parts where they're probably going to get bored with, or that information's not necessary. You know, if they want to find out more, they can find out more on their own. Uh, just, you know, keep it at an entertaining length. So he got but, fired. However, I did stay like an extra 15 minutes to watch their deleted scenes or whatever. So yeah. you have to also take that into consideration that even though it was long, I stayed past the credits and until the auditorium lights came on. Yeah. Um, so he's fired from Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Uh, African American more. Because uh, <laughs> Richie Blackmore wanted a hit. He wanted to be on the top 10. And he did. He got the top 10 with, since you've been gone, since you've been gone. Um, and you still hear that on like the oldie station now. But uh, on the F word channels, so Dio's down in the dumps. What am I gonna do? Woe is me! And uh, I'm gonna go drinking, gets invited to (laughs) sing with uh, with Black Sabbath. Who was no, you gotta say, he went went off drinking in the rainbow room, yeah, to the rainbow bar and grill. Uh, famed after that band he just got kicked out of, (laughs) (laughs) um, so. Black Sabbath, they were tired of Ozzy Osbourne by this point because he was why because he was a cornball piece of shit, cornball piece of shit, and he was fucking uh, just doing drugs all the time, which that didn't change once he got his own band. <laughs> but yeah, so they fired uh, Ozzy and brought uh, brought Dio in, and at this point, they're talking a lot of shit about Ozzy. I forgot Not who it really. is. They did. Fun. They just said, man, Ozzy Osbourne was fucked up on drugs. He was just running around stage clapping like a penguin. And yeah. all they did was show 45 seconds of footage straight of Ozzy Osbourne clapping like a penguin unedited just to show the fucking audience like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. So, he, no, uh, they weren't talking shit. I thought they were very classy about the whole thing. That was the only... <laughs> piece of fuck Ozzy Osbourne and the whole thing and it was just raw unedited footage of him doing what they said he was doing yeah there was yeah there was a lot of that uh no not a lot of it like you said I guess it uh seemed like a a lot to me because it was funny well I mean yeah because you knew the story behind it you know what I was like every in my crowd I'm sure it was more uproarious in your crowd because there was more people there but everything the audience was supposed to laugh at and shit, they did. Okay. 
like that was one of the things like they were like oh we were like electrical elves people wanted us to crawl up into their attics because we were midgets i went oh, oh, oh. ozzy osborne was fucking on drugs penguin clapping and there was like, yeah, like that shit a couple times during the fucking thing. So I, I mean, so they charred his time with Black Sabbath, and those two albums that they did are fucking great. Are like, they? Yeah, they are. They're really, really fucking good. And then they fired him <laughs> because uh, the dudes from Black Sabbath and Dio uh, are at this point pretty egotistical and everybody's like hey no this is our band this is what we're gonna do no i want to do this hey fuck you you're out of here so yeah old uh, ronnie james from the beginning he was very i'm very serious about what i'm doing this is what we're doing it's not a fucking joke it's my goddamn <laughs> livelihood i'm the man on the silver mountain you piece of shit and i will stab you in the neck like a goddamn dragon if you cross me so he was very, this is what it is. This is what we're doing. Very, he didn't crack up so much during the thing. Except like, ha ha, do you see me sink that shot, fat boy? And that was about it. So those two albums are Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules. Wait, so Heaven and Hell? Is an album. But it's a band. It was the first album, uh, Black Sabbath album with uh, Dio on vocals. But it's a band. Right. So they reunited later. As a band called As Heaven band. and Hell. And they called themselves Heaven and Hell because Ozzy Osbourne's wife sued Black Sabbath for the that use of That fucking name. bitch. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Somebody in the theater yelled, that fucking cunt Sharon. That's why they're Heaven and Hell. Um, so in order to for them to have toured as black sabbath they would have had to have given ozzy osborne money so they said nah fuck it we'll just tour as heaven and hell now let me just break in here just so we can shit on this fucking old ass lady who doesn't want to deal with she's an old ass lady so it's probably having fucking way too much plastic surgery to just make her look weird as fuck but i don't know you remember a band called cold chamber joe this huge band called Coal Chamber. I did not remember them. So Sharon Osbourne was the manager of a band called Coal Chamber, and they were on an ICP tour. And uh, I guess they were both on Howard Stern or some shit, and Sharon Osbourne was all, Oh, you bloody fucking wankers painted up like clouds. You kicking my band off your fucking tour. I bet your next album won't sell this much. If it does, I'll fucking donate this much money to charity. So their fucking uh, album went past that. She never donated any <laughs> of this fucking money ever. Never spoke about this shit again. I like ICP keeps bringing it up when they can. It's whatever. So I mean, fuck that bitch. Like, yeah. really, you can just say, "Oh, Sharon Osbourne said, fuck the cancer kids, or fuck the stray dogs, whatever the fuck tears at your heartstrings." Because she was just like, "Oh no, I don't need to be a man about your shit." If you went out and said that shit, go do it. 
obviously she's fucking i'm not promoting shit but i've seen recent footage of this lady and there's more plastic in her fucking head than the ocean allegedly yeah. from what i've seen is somebody who's an ignorant bitch and not a doctor mm-hmm. so that is why they were heaven and hell <laughs> fuck that mm-hmm. okay so yeah he's kicked out of black sabbath so that he forms his own band uh dio and they put out an album that fucking rocked holy diver they followed that up with last in line which is another album that fucking kicks ass so let me ask you this is last in line like the song is that their big hit was that the one i would say yeah that's probably their biggest uh the biggest uh song that got more recognition for them than anything else and so is that it, why they got a pop for me for having Don Cascarelli in the movie instead of maybe getting cut out? Somebody who didn't know what was going on, but yeah. since that was their big song and their big video. It was, yeah. And, of course, you had to have a big fucking video at that time. MTV had to have something to keep on rotation. So, yeah, they brought in Don Cascarelli who was famous for being Italian, I guess. I did pop, though. When he fucking showed up, I was just like, yeah, I know about this. Yeah. I read uh, his audio book. I mean, listen to it, but I'll say I read it. <laughs> hey, it's good enough. Yeah. Uh, and that video, you watch it now, and it's pretty silly. But, uh, but Murray's in the background. She's like, yeah, they got fucking Murray in there. And at the time, though, it was a fucking badass video, and like I said, the Star Trek Next Generation totally ripped off the look of, of these fucking demons in there for the yeah. board. They, it's like a total fucking ripoff. But, hey, I like Star Trek too, so I'll let that shit slide. Um, so then it charts that, and then it charts uh, some of the breakups, you know, when the band, you know, uh, lost some members. And this was kind of fucked up because they didn't talk to Vivian Campbell, the the guitarist that that left the band initially he uh, wasn't in there no they had his voice recorded from like a okay. from from a interview a few years back and uh but if you look now like all the shit like blabbermouth and all that they're they're all like uh like showing reactions like shit he said years ago shit that shit, uh when oh, so Dio, after the movie came out they're like bringing up all this shit. That yeah, bringing up old shit just to light fires again, like the media does, and in, in all these things. But so is they this let, guy a fucking asshole or? No, he tours with uh with Last in Line. Okay. But uh, those are your buddies, your good friends. Thanks to Last in Line. Thanks for you know they're on tour right now. Catch them if you can. Buy one of their shirts so they can keep ordering more. Where'd they get those shirts from, Joe? Fastcustomshirts.com. I just spent a lot of money getting my my truck mm. front end rebuilt. So, but hey, man, you were the first in line for that. Thanks right. to the last in line. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, living the dream. Mm. So they don't. Uh, they let Wendy Dio talk her shit, but they don't really kind of have a rebuttal. And just to be fair. She's got an old lion face, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be fair, but she seems like a nice lady. She, Yeah, she could definitely hook up with Ron Perlman. 
and they would make some interesting looking children. Uh, <laughs> beast and the beast. <laughs> And then it's just, you know, a lot of uh, concert footage, shit like that. It talks about the decline of, of metal and, you know, about how, like, a lot of it that was being called metal wasn't. You know, it was just a bunch of fucking dudes dressing like chicks. Yeah, man, we look like girls. You want to smoke some bees? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're like me, like, this is a wrestling fan like a wrestling fan watching uh dark side of the ring or whatever. No, because wrestling fans already know. Well, that's what I'm dark saying. Like, like me, like I knew a oh, lot okay. of this shit. I've read Got the it. interviews. I read the biography last year. Uh, so this was nothing new to me, but I still enjoyed it. I still. So it was nothing new. There was nothing groundbreaking shit. Groundbreaking. No, I'll tell you one thing. They do tell the story about the kid that was going to kill himself I still think that's not true. I think that's, that's a little. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, no, that, that, that's been like that's been deal lore for a long time. I think. Oh nah, shit! That's just the. Wasn't that crazy. cut out of the movie too? I think so. Wasn't that like one of the special things? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think it was. <laughs> well, shit! There you go. Yeah, but so. Yeah, I dug it. I mean, it was a good time. I'll buy it when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, I'll get the D or Blu-ray for sure. But yeah. as a fan, it was just, uh, yeah, this was cool. It wasn't anything awesome. Because I think the editing and shit, it could have been a little better. But mm -hmm. it kept me engaged. There was a couple times I was squirming around in my seat and shit. But, I mean, for the most part, I was engaged. It's not like he had this riveting story. Right or anything without, but I mean, it was a good celebration of his life, and if that's mm -hmm. what you want to go see, and you want to see it compacted into a little bit more than two hours, then <clears throat> I'm sure this is uh, great for a fan. You know, he's fucking died twelve years ago, and yeah, this is uh, probably the last thing you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. So the footage they showed with him in Houston. That was fucked. I'd never seen that before. You know, I'd, I'd never seen like the, or known that they did like a. a I, which was fucked. That story. was fucked. That's the wrong kind of exploitation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I think, uh, I think anybody that listens to this show would dig it, you know, so. Be on the look for it whenever it's streaming if you don't want to buy it. Uh, but definitely give it a shot. It's not the best documentary or documentary I've ever seen, but uh, it's pretty good. And I mean, there's a fucking couple tracks that this shit made me listen to that I fucking wouldn't have uh, before. And maybe I'll check out some Black Sabbath with Dio. I don't know. I mean... Dude, Ozzy Osbourne's such a cornball. I just don't want to have anything to do with Black Sabbath if we're being real. Yeah, well, those two albums are real good. Uh, it's not just fucking power riffs, which is what a lot of the stuff with uh, with Ozzy was. I think with uh, Dio's voice as the front man, I think everybody stepped up their game. And and like, there's a like the song "Die Young." Like everybody's just fucking going at it at that one. That that one, like, 
that's one of the songs I come back to and listen to a whole fucking lot. And that's an actual Black Sabbath song? Yeah. Okay. I might have heard it. I might have. But uh, does he say die young over and over again? Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figure. But <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I would consider myself a casual fan, especially somebody who doesn't fucking really listen to music at all. Uh, I would say give it a watch if you can get it on home video. Uh, $5 and under, if you can get it for a rental at that price, I would say that is that is what it was worth. But uh, I was entertained. It made me check out uh, more of his music and shit. And I would say there's a good fucking, uh, from what I've listened to, Dio, like fucking Holy Divers, like nine albums. Uh, not nine albums, nine songs. There's not a lot of songs. And yeah. we're going through listening to these other fucking albums. There's not a whole lot of songs on it. So I think I could fucking give you 15 songs that are fucking awesome. That'll give you a nice little fucking Dio playlist or whatever to go to. But uh, check it out for sure. I'm rambling because my teeth are floating. Joe, I'm going <laughs> to let you fucking give your final things. And I'm going to go pee-pee. Thank you. Highly recommended. Four out of five stars. Thank you. Walk with him. All right. Well, Tom is pissing. Uh, one of the, the other things that they did in this, and I don't remember if this was just a with special features like tom said they showed uh some extra clips at the end that you had to stick around in the theater for but they uh vinnie apice who is the drummer for dio's time with black sabbath and on the first three or four dio albums he played some uh some rehearsal tracks you know that he just had still recorded on little cassettes and so it's like different versions of the song where they're just kind of ironing things out and that was really interesting. Um, Vinny Apice is a—he's uh, the guy that put together "Last in Line," which is comprised of of other people that played with Dio. And uh, if you're a fan like I am, and you have a chance to check them out at some point, do so. But otherwise, uh, go to fastcustomshirts.com and buy some shirts because I'm, I'm fucking broke, and it's the first of the month, and all these bills are going to go through tomorrow and wipe me out. And we got our fucking quarterlies to pay quarterlies, for. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Instead of fucking hawking shit, you could have look at all the shit Scott's saying. You could have at least acknowledged him instead of buy stuff because we have bills to pay to work people just like you. We're not just people just like you. We're worse than well, people yeah, just Scott like you. Mentioned Oz artists. Which was uh which was managed by the the Sharon person and uh Scott, I mean a lot of other people were kicked off of that tour at just random times just because she like didn't fucking like them or somebody disagreed with her on a certain thing. And uh yeah. Yeah, fuck that lady. What else did you watch, Tom? Shit, man. Sven Gooley had like an 18-hour block <laughs> yesterday, Joe. 
It was part of Me TV Sven Halloween. Bonanza. So uh Sven started an hour early and they showed Trilogy of Terror. Do you remember this one? That's that Karen Black, the Zuni. Karen African American. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, uh, she. Uh, that is the third story, but there are two stories before that. And I like everybody never... else, I don't remember those. <laughs> they were joking about that on the show as well. This was a first-time watch for me. It was all right. I mean, we've seen a lot of fucking dog dick and anthologies, especially mm-hmm. when we were on that other network. Yep, back in those days. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, this wasn't bad. It wasn't great. But, I mean, for a made-for-TV movie, it wasn't bad. Maybe if it wasn't made for TV and there was a little toasty, that could have helped it. But, uh, I mean, it was all right. The first one, you kind of don't know where it's going. And in the last minute, they twist it on you. It's uh, college students, two dudes are just like, look at this slit. Yeah, <laughs> that gash got a nice rack on her. And then he sees the teacher and like, I wonder what that dame looks like under her skirt. So he starts pursuing the teacher and shit. And then he date rapes her. Because you can show that on regular TV now, you know, just slipping pills into a broad's drink. Which was commonplace at the time. (laughs) But it isn't now. That's why it's concerning that they're showing such things. So he fucking date rapes his teacher and then blackmails her with the picture. But it turns out she was playing him the whole time. And then she poisoned him and killed him. Happy Halloween. Scary shit. Spooky shit. Uh, (laughs) Are you okay? Need to put a shirt on with sleeves? No. Ooh, December. We'll get to you later, Kyle. Anyways, the second story is fucking obvious from the fucking get-go. Karen Black is playing one character, but you're supposed to believe it's two, and she just has a split personality disorder. One's a librarian, one's a Hooters waitress. She kills herself. The end. And the third story is about cultural appropriation, <laughs> where old Karen African American gets a Zuni doll and then gets frizzy hair and spiky teeth at the end to resemble the Zuni doll. The end. Yeah. I guess it was all right for, you know, a made for TV thing. It's worth one A watch if you've never seen it. Joe, you've seen this when it aired, right? When it aired, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Were you at a Dio concert? Or I, was it a Rainbow concert? This would have been before then. Uh, but I did used to watch a lot of made-for-TV movie of the week, they would call it. You know, each station. The movie had- of the week! And, uh, like, I saw Duel on TV. and fucking, That was about uh, trucks. Yeah, and Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. But we'll get to that. Hey, can we get to 
how I blew out the microphone, but uh, Dio was just like, hey, you know, I brought my microphone if you want to hook it up. And they were just like, no, man, we got the best shit ever. And he was like, <laughs> okay, let's giggle. That was the only time Dio laughed is when fucking engineers were fucking up and he knew better. <laughs> That was the only time you seen the elfin warrior crack a smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off to the witch. We will never, never eat something. Come in the back, you fuck. Good stuff, though. When he says that shit, we're off to the witch. Can't help but get pumped up. It's just like, God yeah. damn it, we are. Fuck. All right. Back to it, Joe. Sorry. I've been drinking since I stopped doing my taxes, and I had to watch that goddamn Camilla movie. <laughs> Both of those things would drive you to drink. I didn't either today, uh, but yesterday I drank a lot because I watched the fucking Camilla movie. <laughs> uh, I finished the third season of Atlanta, and like the other ones, it's good shit. It's funny shit. They got their main story. And then uh, I think like four episodes this time, they divert from the main story and they just do some weird ass uh, like like fucking social commentary thing. But the but it's a funny kind of weird social commentary thing. It's not like beating you over the head like, oh, you're fucking racists. All of you <laughs> are, you're you are. Misogynists. You're a dirty piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's saying that, but in a funny way. You know, oh, OK. I, uh, if I see a woman, I gotta just fucking recommend this show. It's it's really good. Uh, I guess this this season that's going now, season four, that's it. So sorry, Hot Lana, and good, and it's good that these fucking shows they should end on a high note. They shouldn't fucking keep going because too many of them do that, and too many of them like just fucking. Why why am I still watching this shit? Hotlanta, season three. <laughs> recommended. Shout out to you, Red. You mm -hmm. fuck. So after Sven Gulli, there was a uh, special, as they called it. It was a short documentary called Sven Gulli Uncrypted. It questioned if I liked Sven Gulli or if it was just nostalgia. And we'll leave it at that. And then after season two, Sven Tooney premiered with an hour-long episode. It was pretty good. That <laughs> shit's still pretty funny. Just because it's fucking so fucking cheesy and shit. But uh, maybe skip Sven Gulli and just watch Sven Tooney. Like, I don't like corny shit, and I know that's been his shtick the whole time with the corno meter and all that stuff, but now it's just a cornball fucking cheesy's fine. Like, cheesy's fine, but cornball shit, because cornball shit's just like, you get it? That's the difference. Cheesy shit doesn't do that at you, but cornball shit, you get it? That that is what I have determined the difference between cheesy and corny is. Cheesy just lets it go. 
But Corny wants to make sure you get the joke, Joe. Can you see how the two can differ and Warren could not be so good? I do. You get it! So it's like the Marvel movies constantly winking at the camera. Kinda. Yeah, yeah but... See what we did there? Huh? Huh? This is for the fans. Huh? Huh? I, I, it's a little more than that, though, when it comes to horror. Oh, hey, we got, uh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Now, uh, President Teacher Cooper is going to talk to you. He's, he was named after the lead star of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. You get it? He was Mr. Cooper from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That kind of shit. Hanging in the cobwebs of your mind. It's a long, long way to fall. So I watched <laughs> season six, and I think this is the final season. I hope it's the final season of Peaky Blinders. Fuck, you're still watching this shit? I don't know why. This it's it is fucking garbage. Ever since we started this, you've been watching this fucking show. The first three seasons are really good. Uh but now I'm questioning were they good? Because these last three seasons have been so fucking bad. Uh awful, awful <laughs> rubbish for the bin mate. Yeah. And they don't even tie shit up in this one. They they leave it hanging like they get in another season. They're not. They're not getting another scene. They're getting a fucking movie, probably a made-for-Netflix movie, and I'll probably watch it because I'm a dumb fuck, and uh, and I've watched all the rest of it. Uh, there's word that they're going to do a spin-off series that I won't be watching. Uh, I could give a shit. This, god damn it's And you know what? No. They play like a Nick Cave song throughout the fuck Nick Cave. That music sucks. Who the fuck is Nick Cave? Some Irish dude. People like him. Well, Caucasian folks like him because he's Irish. He sucks. You sound like the blokeette from Garbage. Oh, he's just fucking. He come from the land down under. Those are Australians, and you know I've got a good buddy that's Australian. So sorry to hear that. Yeah, we love you, David Gregory. <laughs> uh, Peak Your Blinders season six. Do not watch it. Do not recommend. Uh, go and just even without watching it, give it the whole thumbs down on the Netflix thing. Just go and fuck your own ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With an Irish accent, whatever that shit sounds like. With a shillelagh. <laughs> oh, you got a little potato there. Why don't you load up one of them potato cannons and shoot it in my asshole? Put a little extra hairspray in the carburetor. Scotty's going to go to Grant's tomb or something. Grant. Yeah. But anyway, what'd you watch? Horace Grant. Mm-hmm. I watched Headless Horseman. Man, 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 man. Not the Headless Horseman, just Headless Horseman. This was a sci-fi channel movie from 2007, Joe. You were deep, I didn't... Tipping way back. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
back before radio edits wore wave caps. Yeah. And, <laughs> a made-for-TV movie. Yes. Uh, I didn't know this was a sci-fi channel made for TV. <laughs> or you would have skipped it. Before I watched it. But while I was watching, I was just like, man, this is like a pretty good made-for-sci-fi channel movie. <laughs> Joke's on me, butthole liquor, because it was. Um, This is based on Ichabod Crane, but it's not a bunch of fucking college students are driving to their fucking weekend party fuck fest when a bear trap snatches their tire because they took a shortcut and they end up in a town full of inbreded fucks who I guess are the headless horseman haunts them for some reason and they can't leave or they don't want to leave but he needs seven heads for some reason there's cool imagery of a fucking pumpkin headed fuck and a couple cool kills surprisingly good for a sci-fi channel movie that right there should tell you if you want to watch it or not so it was okay that right there should tell you if you'd want to watch it or not. Joe, I also, would you? I also recommend Frankenfish. <laughs> I mean, it's on the same level. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I watched Bloody Oranges. Mm, those are the best. Yeah, this is a, a French film that... Uh, starts out and we're at a, a dance contest like an old-timey dance contest you know the swinging stuff or you're swinging your you know your lady Shit, Dio used to play at yeah Fuck. and uh, <laughs> there's this old couple and we learned that they're doing this because they're they're in debt they're about to lose their house so they need to win this contest so they can have money you know to pay the bank. And then we switch to a politician that, uh, eh, maybe he's been doing some embezzling. I don't know. Then we switch to this other guy that just uh, joined, uh, like he's like a legal guy. He like, just joined uh, Nambla and he's down for a little fucking and sucking. He's like a public defender in France and they do their courts a little weird. I don't know, but his family's kind of neurotic. Turns out he's the son of the old couple that's doing that dance uh, contest. Then it's about this girl, this young girl that she just wants to get laid for the first time. She's going to go to a party and do that. And it's all entertaining and everything. And then the politician breaks down, uh, goes to somebody's house like at night. Hey, can I borrow a, a mallet so I can help, you know, so I can, of sugar, you know, and sure here, have a drink. The guy takes a drink, but it's a fucking spike drink, Tom. Spike drink. As we learned in Trilogy of Terror, that shit will get you raped. And so, yeah, this politician, quick. he gets fucking raped. Quick. Gets raped quick. Yeah. Quick. Then this guy that rapes him goes and throws him in front of a city hall or whatever. <laughs> Probably should have threw him in front of gates, a fucking bus. Writes on his chest, you know, a sign like, I suck cock. And then... Uh, what then does that sign look like? Then he's driving off. It's in French. Uh, he, says, 
he sees that other girl walking back to the party. She got laid, you know, already, so she's happy. And so, so she he, smells like Quim. He kidnaps her and uh, and rapes her. She <laughs> is, Why he, wouldn't he? And the guy's passed out. She escapes, decides, you know what? I don't want to escape. I want to fuck this guy up. So she does. She beats the shit out of him with a frying pan, cuts off his balls, eats them in the microwave, and makes him eat them. And then we go back to the uh, the old couple. They lost that dance thing, so they go home <laughs> and uh, they decide to fucking kill themselves. So they take a bunch of pills, and uh, and that's the movie. Pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, <laughs> like I watched the whole thing. Like I was like. I don't know if I like this or not. This is not fucking pleasant, you know. But you know, it captivated me. I, you know, I watched it, and it's it was close to two hours. So fucking weird shit. Those French bloody oranges. <laughs> Fuck. Pardon me. Hey, Joe. Uh, Excuse me. Hey, Tom. Excuse me. Mm. You ever seen Hard Rock Zombies? You look like a fellow who might have actually checked it out because it was called Hard Rock Zombies in the video store. Long time ago, I did see Hard Rock Zombies (laughs) with one of my heavy metal buddies. (laughs) And figures. And uh, I don't remember much about it because I don't remember it being very good. And uh, nothing's really stuck with me about it. Yeah, it was okay. I guess this was originally made to be like a 20-minute short. And they said, you know what? We're doing pretty good. Let's make it longer. And I guess uh, thanks to that, Vinegar Syndrome's making a couple extra bucks. You know, the same people who are charging... $55 shipped for the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And Roadhouse. Yep. But uh, Chainsaw 2's ordered. (laughs) It's one of those movies, Joe. I know. You're a big fan of that one. That's that's one of my movies. So Mm -hmm. it'd be like, what? That fucking... uh, Dusk Till Dawn and Sin City. Probably Brain Damage too. Maybe Phantasm. There's a couple that's just like... That you'll keep buying? We gotta. This is the fifth time that I've <laughs> bought this fucking movie, Joe. <laughs> I'm guessing this is the first time that you bought uh, Hard Rock Zombies. No, no. This was on the old YouTube. Because I'm getting okay. ready for the Black Friday sale to see... You know, they fucked my butt 80% of the time. (laughs) Should I keep giving these fuckers money? The answer? Not so much. (laughs) You're going to put out something. Put a washer in your asshole and make them work for it. To squeeze their penis through that smaller, smaller space you see. But Hard Rock Zombies, it's okay. I mean, if you want to watch a movie called Hard Rock Zombies and you're getting drunk with friends, 
it'll probably suffice. Anything outside of that, not really. I first seen this at one of fucking Alamo Draft House's fucking puppet movie massacres. I forgot what it was, but they had like this wizard puppet and a bat puppet. It was great. And you'd go there and you'd watch fucking three movies. I think it was free, honestly. But they'd have like three pieces of dog shit that fucking Vinegar Syndrome probably selling to you for fucking $84. But it was that shit just cut down to 40 minutes with just all the good shit. And then these puppets would pop up and be like, fuck. And just say shit about it. And that's the first time I saw this movie. A lot better than when it was all condensed, but... If you're watching movies with your blokes and mates, kicking back a couple pints, give it a shot. Like, if it's part of a fucking uh, triple feature, like a bad movie marathon, if it's the second one, I think you'll be all right. Even if it's the first one, as long as you have two other much better movies. Or not much better, but much entertaining movies, then. It'll be all right. Wasn't the worst piece of shit I've ever seen, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it was whatever. It was what the fuck ever. It was okay. Joe, would you watch? I uh, I was listening to some of my albums, and I was listening to the the punk band, the Dwarves, <laughs> and then I noticed, oh shit, there's a DVD that came with this album. So I threw in the DVD, and it's a, a lot of footage of their concerts. And these guys, they like to fight a lot, you know. So they're fighting with the with whoever goes up to jump on stage. You know, they just start punching them, hitting them with the guitars, hitting them with the with the microphone. It's a uh, it's fairly violent. It's fairly violent. And then uh, and then uh, there's a section where it's a bunch of videos they did. And it was at that time, you know, when everybody felt like, hey, we got to have a video for our band to be legit, for more people to listen. But it was uh, it was shot on camcorders and edited very poorly and just fucking shot in some fucking alleyway club, whatever. And it's not good. <laughs> not, not, none of those videos are worth a shit. Uh, but overall... Uh, for a DVD that came with an album, it's uh it's pretty good. It's worth a watch, especially if you if you like that band. Uh, a lot of their old, newer shit got really really commercial, but that's what happens, I guess, when these fuckers get old. You know, they they got to play to a wider audience and get more mainstream, and well, that's what they fucking did. Went to go grab another beer. And as soon as I went out there, I was just like, take me back. I'm reading the Bible. Oh, it's playing out there? No, it's just fucking I've been listening to that so much this week. And now that I'm fucking drinking, like, <laughs> all that is. It's good shit. Like I said, it's fucking good shit. Uh, alcoholism. I don't know what the fuck else to say. <laughs> what do you watch, Tom? I'm going to get some more water. 
While Joe fucking... See, this is like the before and after stream. Joe used to be a spry young man like me, but then he cracked open that leather book. The The second page (laughs) said, I wish you were dead. And now he's fucking dying. But luckily, that's straight up vodka, bud. (laughs) You remember last week when I watched Clash in the College? I do. Well, this week, I watched fucking Kapu Cantabale second movie, Hitler's Girl. It's a very, very questionable title, Joe. Love or hate? Is Was that a subtitle? It was. Okay. <laughs> I was very drunk. <laughs> Because I was trying to figure out, is this a subtitle or is he really asking? Did you watch it? I watched 20 minutes of it. (laughs) I mean, that's enough to get his filmmaking style, I'm sure. Joe, how was Hitler's girl? Okay, in the 20 minutes that I watched, what happens is uh, this girl wakes up, gets on the computer, and is research in hitler then we cut to uh i don't know india calcutta one of the two <laughs> just uh old harry's vacation footage yeah. that he thought he would make into a movie <laughs> he's at the taj mahal he's coming he back walked home. into some tomb where he just put a silly hat on and went cut <laughs> then he comes home and you know drives around in his boat for a little bit and then uh, the girl calls her congressman. You know how asks, is that conversation? This very is, well. This is your congressman. Hello, I'm calling to talk about the violence. Yes, yes, we're definitely going to pass legislation on that. <laughs> Are you good. going to vote for me? I voted for you the last two times. Um, and then there's this guy sitting around in the apartment, and he's got like. Four alcoholism full beers no 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 joe those were capped bottles of ibc the best <laughs> goddamn root beer known to man i didn't pay that much attention i did uh, I, I was thinking is this youtube thing like <laughs> do you have trouble uploading it they censoring the, alcoholism where, where the sound keeps falling out and it's like no that's probably <laughs> the movie but that's what happens in this 20 minutes. So I decided, you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop watching this because nothing's fucking happening. I mean, you should have finished watching it because that's part of the journey just to see. <laughs> oh, my God. The gentleman making this is a medical doctor. He went through seven or more years of law school, became a doctor. Who knows when he made these movies, but he did. They're pretty much incompetent. Old Tom's fat ass knows how to put a scene together, but a fucking doctor can't. Oh, my God. Who are we trusting our lives with? Incompetence is definitely a a great descriptor for this. Uh, This guy's got no talent. (laughs) 
for filmmaking whatsoever. Yes, I, I hope to God that he's a better fucking doctor. Well, he's not only a doctor, but he's an evangelical personal speaker, Joe. He did have a few things to say about alcohol, but that's right around where I turned it off. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm not going to have this talentless hack fucking preach to me. Click. <laughs> I wish you would have watched more of it because you would have laughed. I mean, granted, it would have been more the same, but you would have kept shaking your head. It's like, why does he keep doing this? <laughs> like, both of his movies is highly recommended. Clash at the College more so, just because the editing is a little more inept. And since Hitler Girls is special, or not as special, his second feature, he learned a little bit more from it, but Man, I it wasn't as entertaining, but I was still, and when I found out he was a fucking medical professional, I was just like, Jesus, goddamn motherfucking Christ. Okay, well, you finish this. Where does this story go? Does, does it go? I, not really. I mean, fucking, it's about uh, religious freedom and fucking... Uh, Kerr Paul, he's the guy who wrote and directed this shit. He's one of the main characters. He's against Jews. He finds out he's friends with a Jew and says, no, no, I'm no friends with Jew. And then she says some shit. I forget. Like, this, her boyfriend, her grandpa was friends with one of Hitler's buddies or something. She's like, oh my God, I can't be friends with you or fucking suck your dick no more because your grandpa is friends with one of Hitler's buddies. And then she thinks, oh, that's kind of like what Kurt Paul said to me. I guess there is room to grow in life. And then shouldn't religious freedom mattered like that? text just starburst in lime green font with yellow fucking stroke with actual stars bursting around the side and then it showed like fucking all religious freedom criminal acts from around the world can you, can you believe that Christians are being murdered in India yep can you believe that all these Christians are being murdered in Africa yep and it was just like trying to get the word out there that, you know, religion. Hey, it is what she is. If, if you're down with it, you're down with it. You know, people fight wars and kill each other over it. That's okay. <laughs> I would just say it doesn't matter what the fuck I would just say. Because that's not what this is about. And that's not what we're talking about, Joe. I would just say if you would like to say it, see incompetent and inept filmmaking Go see Harry Kerpaul's Clash in the College and Hitler's Girl with not even sure why it's named that, really, besides to be shocking to get people to watch it. But yeah, watch it. It's Love fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun just because it sucks dick. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of something that sucks dick, but it's not fun. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow 2. Straw Eyes. <laughs> That's a subtitle on this one. Oh, like, there shit. hasn't, hasn't, 
hasn't, hasn't, hasn't, hasn't ever, ever been a good killer scarecrow movie. Never been a killer, good killer pumpkin movie. Definitely never good killer scarecrow movie. Fucking, like, how hard is this, really? Just (laughs) how has somebody not yet come up with just a fucking awesome killer scarecrow movie is fucking beyond me. Joe, the first Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, that's the one people always say, if you want a killer scarecrow movie, you go see that. And then you'll have idiots in the back like, no, go see Scarecrows. That's a good one with the robbers and shit. That fucking sucks too. I've never, never seen that one. It sucks. Don't never, ever, 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 ever has there ever, ever, ever been a good killer scarecrow movie. Watch Joe, Scarecrow. How is Dark Knight of the Scarecrow too? Um, it sucks. Pretty good. Oh, it sucks. Sucks. Hmm. Uh, it looks cheap as shit. Um. Why it was made, I have no fucking idea. I mean, it's not like they were going to make a big return on it or a return of anything. Um, Not a return on that dollar they invested. (laughs) This is about a lady that uh, uses the scarecrow to kill off her landlord because he wants the rent money. And uh, she's teaching a little kid to, uh, to summon the scarecrow. And this little kid's mom... They're in the wetness protection program. That's why they're at this little town. The mobster that she testified against, who just turns out to be her husband, too, is trying to kill her. But uh, the scarecrow is just randomly killing people off camera, I might add. You know, they'll show like a sickle in the air and then they'll show blood pouring, you know, somewhere. on a tree. Oh, yeah. look at all that blood on a tree. Yeah. Um, Poorly acted. This movie just sucks. This is... It's awful. I Don't <laughs> fucking watch this. Um, the first one at least had Larry Drake acting like a retard. You know? Hey, mentally deficient fuck. Mental, like a mentally deficient fuck. But, uh, yeah, this one's got nothing going for it. Nothing. Not a thing. Even... Like, they couldn't hire a, an attractive lady to pay the mom. It's just some, like, regular, you know. They couldn't even hire an attractive lady boy, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. You got to have a lady boy in your movie these days. They had one of those in Gamera. They did. They did. And we'll get to that, unfortunately. But, yeah, that this is all I watched. I wish I hadn't watched this movie, but I did. If only she was teaching that little boy on how to make a bitch come. Joe was nodding his head in approval. I was shaking my head in disgust. Did you watch anything else, Tom? Nope. <laughs> It's a Futu Gamera. It's a Kutsu Gamera. Venus, Jupiter, Mars, Saturn. He's a strong turtle boy. Gamela. 
Okay. Hey, Joe, tell us about space sharking. This broad going around mind-molesting motherfuckers and shit. Okay, in this one. Joe, there was bikinis in this. There was. Three hoes was wearing bikinis. How is this the most whack-offable camera movie? <laughs> uh, you got an alien, a UFO, again, comes to Earth and say, hey, out of me you know i'm, I'm fucking taking out of me and uh gamera fights Gamble. this uh no what happens i don't know <laughs> they're it's sea world we're at sea world japan so the moon we yeah. see a m&m covered peanut spaceship floating towards the moon and like then we drops. see like, a little a lego drops. car <laughs> On the moon, and then the spaceship goes wee, 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 and it triple effects the Lego car. And wee, 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 is it up to the spaceship? And then, Joe, we go to Sea World, Sea World, and we see the animals do some tricks and shit. They're sucking and fucking turning them tricks. We're introduced to two kids, as always. Uh, yeah, and their dads are scientists and shit. Microbiologists, fucking undersea scientists or something. And uh, they're out fishing one day, and the kids... We like, learn how to shoot in submarines from the previous movies. So, uh, <laughs> the kids sneak onto the boat like they always do. They're always sneaking on somewhere, but... You know, hey, there's something flying They're through They're like air. little refugee immigrants. They row sons. out there, and it's a UFO, and they're throwing on the UFO, and there's a space babe on the UFO, and she's telling them, hey, we're taking over. You know, here, I got this freeze ray. I can look at you funny, and you'll freeze. You know? Would you call this the most mind-molestable actor in a Gamera series? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then uh, Gamera just like appears and starts fucking beating the shit out of the spaceship. Starts, he just starts fucking. And uh, <laughs> and the spaceship has like a fish inside it, and it breaks away from the spaceship and grows because our atmosphere or our water or something makes it grow. The density of your water makes me expand yeah. like an erection. So Gamera is fighting a swordfish that has a beak. Um, I'd say the weakest of all the Gamera fucking foes so far. It was a land shark. It was a space land shark. Yeah, because it does stand up at one point. At one uh, point? And uh, a bunch of times. The land shark tells the space babe, hey, go kill those kids. And she's fucking terrible at killing uh, <laughs> he said, "Can I make jerky out of their rectums?" They uh, like, why they, do you even have to ask? They have some like scenes where they're just running, you know. It's kind of like a classic black exploitation yeah. chase scene, do, 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 <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I'm sick of Gamera movies. <laughs> you know? That's what I can say about this. This fucking sucked too. Um, it's the same shit over and over. <laughs> the same fucking shit. Gamera has even less screen time than I think 
he's had <laughs> any of these fucking movies. Which is okay, because I don't give a fuck about Gamera. You know? I don't give a fuck about SeaWorld or Pollution or any of the fucking uh, lessons they're trying to teach us in this. It's a tutu camera. It's a tutu camera. It's a tutu camera. I mean, it's another one. It's not as bad as the other others. I mean, if you're going to put this one on, you'll find a couple laughs. You're not going to be like, oh, that was a movie. You're going to be like, oh, it might have been a movie. But, uh, I mean, there's some stuff. This is the end. Yeah, this space baby the, uh, steals people's clothes. That's really a lot of what she does in the movie. I mean, she's a mind molester, but uh-huh. she learned that from the space shark who just pulled his tricks on. on yeah, her. turns out the space babe is not a space babe. She was on the the moon. She was a geologist. Day. Yeah, she was doing moon work, but uh, <laughs> then she's working for the fucking uh, the fish guy. Zyger. Whoa, yeah, that's what they Zyger. wanted to call him, but they said, no, no, no. <laughs> Translation won't work so well here. But, yeah, uh, uh, we forgot to say that's the name of the movie. Is no, I said Zebra. Did you? I'm sure I did, because I you didn't say it like zebra? you did. Yeah, <laughs> like a zebra. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, while this movie was being made, Daye was losing their proverbial hat. Good. <laughs> so not another Gamera movie would be made for nine years, Joe. So we're only going to travel a week. But they traveled nine years into the future. And I read half of the little blurb that they wrote in this book that I have. Right over here, and you know what they said? (laughs) So we got to get through this one. And then, like I promised, the Gamera trilogy from the 90s is good shit. Like fucking Gamera, Guardian of the Universe is probably my favorite monster movie. That's how you're just like, what, what, what? Kyle's momming and shit. Just like, I, I can't believe it. But the fucking 90s Gamera trilogy is fucking awesome. We'll see. We'll no, see. I know. Because you don't know. You've never seen no. it. You're just like, okay, fat boy. I don't. I mean, I yeah, hope you're no, right. Because I don't know how much more of this shit I can take. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure these are rated R movies. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But maybe because it's monster action, it's not. But it's fucking, like, it's fucking dope. Uh, Gamera, Guardian of the Universe, fucking awesome. Straight through the heart! Yeah, see, I've been listening. I see you smiling like Fat Boy knows it. God damn it. <laughs> He's educated himself. One more piss time. Hit him with a commercial. It's that Halloween season, and you're probably a little too late to order something for Halloween from DWMProductions.net. But 
if you follow Tom on the social medias, every once in a while, he'll say, hey, this is available now. When you see those, you can order right then and there. He'll throw it in the mail the next day, get it to you within a couple of days. That all depends on the post office. That's not up to him, you know. And after you're done with that, go to FastCustomerShirts.com because I could use some money. could really use some fucking money right now. Um, I do not have a Gamera shirt on the site. And uh, chances are I will never have a Gamera shirt on the site because these movies have sucked. Uh, Maybe, as Tom says, my opinion will change once I watch the uh, more modern ones, which are still 30 years old. That's kind of bizarre, isn't it? They're like, oh, this is the new era for Gamera, but it's still... You probably thought that was Ronnie James Dio, but it's Tom back on the show. We're up to the witch. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Spider-Man's Amazing oh, Spider-Man's. I see that. Number 133. This is our conclusion to the saga that we started last week of the Old Golden Dick himself, the Molten Man. He's a—he's uh, becoming more molten. You see, and, uh, this motherfucker a, was drunk. I forgot to tell this, but all right, the headless horseman like gets his pumpkin head blown off, even though it's not really connected to it. So all these shitty CGI tendrils form up. And it's just like a red version of what Molten Man looks like in this comic. And it's not good. As you can imagine, that's like, yeah, that's a cheap, lazy makeup effect that they weren't paying for. So they just slapped something together. <laughs> uh, what happens in this issue? He fights the Molten Mo- Man. Molten Man's just like, get this water off of me. I got to correct- collect the rocks from museums. Oh, you got me. Let me get my rocks. I'm dead now. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> See you yeah. next issue. Yeah, we learned that Liz Allen had taken a job as a nurse because you can just become a nurse, you know? You can just like, hey, I'm a nurse. They now. have all <laughs> those commercials. Yeah. Hey, if you want to get your nurse's degree, you sucking dick in the alley, just come on down to Phoenix College and shit. (laughs) Well, that's what she did. She (laughs) went sucking dick and went into nursing where, you know, she could suck a higher class of dick, I guess. She sucked a suck a dick. She will never, never, never come alone or whatever. I'll fuck it up every time. Uh, this is just a mediocre issue. This is like no, yeah. it's another shit one. Don't call no. it mediocre. It's nothing sucked. happens. Nothing happens. Uh, I forgot what we're in for next week, but I'm mm. not looking forward to this either. Nothing spectacular. Oh, that's right. We're getting a tarantula coming onto the scene. He's got like some boots that can. I don't know, squash you or some shit. Got a crazy nose or something. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, you had two good issues, Gary. And one of them was made in like 2014. It added a Punisher pumpkin thing on it. <laughs> Fuck. How dare you charge me $5 to sign that? <laughs> you should have paid me to have you sign that one because that was the first one of that you've ever signed. Because I don't care what it's worth. I like what I like, you old fucking man. You fucking old man. Been doing a little drinking joke because it's the <laughs> first episode of the 2022 Halloween Spooktacular. It's that pumpkin beer season for Tom. Oh, shipyard. Yep, I drank three of those before we started, and those are 9%. And now I'm slowing down with the old, old pseudo-soup. Yeah. But I'm going to be too hungover tomorrow to work. Probably, so and you got to be up early. No, I mean, tomorrow I'll take the day off. Eh, I don't know. Time to uh, go. I've been working my ass off and haven't been paid for what I've been doing yet. So crack of, crack in the misty morning. I know. On the edge of time. It's called being responsible. Yeah. I'm still going to get up and get it done. Because you can't rely on yourself. Who can you rely on? And I got to prove that shit to myself every day. Every day I wake up and I go, fuck. That's the first thing I do right when I wake up because I realize that I woke up. It's another fucking day. And it's like, all right, well, you got to do it. You have to keep going and have to keep working to prove that you are strong. Just like Ronnie James Dio did. Ah, towards the end, he didn't. He oh. just coughed a lot and shit his pants and... You know, died. Yeah. That sucks, dude. I cried. I squirted a few out. I was just like, ah, fuck. I already knew. Fuck. So when old fucking RJD died, Joe, where were you at? Where the hell was I? I don't fucking know. Uh, like, I knew... Uh... Like everybody knew that he was dying, you know. Everybody knew that he'd he'd had uh, cancer and except was, me because I was a casual fan. Yeah, he he was in Houston for a time, and then he was in uh, Port Aransas for a while too, and then just uh, just one day that's like, hey, that's it, you know. And it was on the radio, like all the the rock stations, I guess. And the you don't it, remember where you were the. I don't remember where I was even fucking living. That's crazy. But because uh, you're a fan, the Eddie I Tr know the Eddie Trunk show that night had Fuck. A, was Don Jameson there had a thing where everybody was calling in, like a lot of uh, a lot of rock people, you know, a lot of fucking musicians and shit, and that was like real emotional. Like a lot of them called in, just were talking. Yeah, I just want to say a little bit about Ryan. They would, almost all of them just broke down and started crying before they finished fucking. Was that when he was on Sirius, or was it on some other shit? Was it Sirius? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because I had a, I had a little fucking XM 
radio. Oh, it was the XM days. Yeah, I had it in uh, my shop in Corpus. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was fucking weird. I might you know? go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was shooting old Race War the remake, Joe, and we were at the old bar that Soda and GD would go and partake and buy wares from probably steel. And uh, we played Holy Diver about six times. The first time the guy at the bar has got a lot of business. But the first time the guy at the bar was like, Oh yeah! Dio! <laughs> Second time he was like, all right. Didn't appreciate it much more after <laughs> yeah. that. But knowing what I do now, you know. Digging in the cobwebs of your mind. I probably would have been in there. And, you know. We're off to the witch. We will never, never, never come home. The uh, I know, like the radio station I would listen to. They played like three hours worth of Dio stuff. This that was day. a jukebox that we paid for, Joe. Well, I'm telling you, the radio station <laughs> I listened to. But the thing is, like on radio, there's certain rules. Like you can't play. Like this so motherfucker many, didn't really swear and shit. So many songs from a certain artist in a row, but since he was in like five different bands or whatever, they were able to skirt that and just like jump around and shit. So damn jump up and down like a, yeah. But anyway, Tom, this was your list. And uh, what was it? Just in case I got it wrong again. Recommendations for the spooktaculars. <laughs> So like a Halloween watch list then, sure. or, or an October watch list. And I told you on the show, no honorable mentions. But then I sent you a text like, you better get some honorable mentions. Yeah. So my honorable mentions. Woo! Movies you might want to watch in the October season. Or pop culture phenomena. Doesn't have to be movies. Sorry. Well, I did movies. All right. That's good. Because it's like, what, are you going to read a book in October? Yeah, sports page or a magazine, fucking book, radio edit. So, honorable mentions. The movie Witching and Bitching. One of our old pal Alex de la Iglesia's movies. Then I have... www.7-films.com The Blair Witch Project, which I still like. I still enjoy. I think a lot of you do, too. Blair Witch Project's better. Then I have The Ring. Uh, the American remake, which I think is a little bit better than the original Japanese. Ragu's pretty good. Then I have the Ray Bradbury adaptation of Something Wicked This Way Comes. Watch that one with the kiddos. It's then so I have Bram Stoker's Dracula, just because I like the visuals in this movie so much. Mm. Those, Tom, are my honorable mentions. Not great, but it's passable. Because it's the spooktacular season, young Joseph, and I can't tell you what you find frightening and what you know. Tom's been doing a little drinking tonight. 
A lot, I've been doing a lot of fucking drinking. Chris. Joe. Woo! Medea Halloween. One of your favorite. I'm sure it would have almost made the list. Almost there. Spooktacular frights. Joe. Ernest scared stupid. Even if some of those fucking trolls were repainted killer clowns from outer space, it doesn't matter because it's spooktacular and they're trying to milk the children. So, one of your favorites, Paranorman. If you want a stop motion classic, who is a friend of the non-believers, maybe you should gaze upon Paranorman. Joe, and then I have the incestual lesbiana classic about bestiality. Ginger snaps. And finally, another movie about a party that takes place on Halloween. I hope you're not right-handed because it might get chopped off and then you'll be dealing with an idle land. <laughs> number 10. At number 10, I have a movie with a party that takes place on Halloween. And I hope you are a demon because this is a night of the demons. And if you're a fan of Night of the Demons, I hope you're coming down to the Houston Horrific Festival of Fright Films Halloween Spooktacular. I won't be there, but maybe you will. I will. Joseph, my number 10. I wouldn't recommend it to watch before Halloween. Oh, no. I still have honorable mentions. Did I do? I drove my number 10. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend to watch on Halloween unless it's the last thing you're watching on Halloween. Oh, the first thing you're waking up to and watching on November 1st. And that is Over the Garden Wall. Just because it's kind of a Halloween thing, it's more of a welcome to fall. Highly, highly recommend everybody watch it. It was going to be an honorable mention, but I said, God damn it, I wanted to get out there. So, uh, if you haven't seen Over the Garden Wall, go check it out. I've recommended it before. but This is uh, a cartoon, right? It is an animated program, Joe. 
Yes. Check it out. You don't have you have to check it out. You're not going to be here so much longer. So you'll like it. Joe, I should have started out like <laughs> in this animated series about folk horror. We follow two young boys in their trek through the woods. And Tom is always following young boys. Through their trek through the woods. But this is folk horror. Like, this is real folk horror, Joe. We didn't have a word for it or a phrase for it last time I talked about it. But now we do. And that phrase is folk horror, Joe. <laughs> so I would recommend you check it out for that fucking thing alone. Folk horror. <laughs> At number nine, I have Cementario. <laughs> A.K.A. Cemetery of Terror. This takes place on Halloween. Takes place in a graveyard. <laughs> and this movie's just a lot of fun. This is some silly shit, but it is it's fun. Uh, Tuesday. We'll be back at the Texas Theater for Tuesday Night Trash, which they'll be doing a double feature. They'll be doing Alucarda, followed by Cementario de Terror. And uh, you can fucking watch these movies for free. Uh, Get on out there and then buy some shirts for me because I need the money. Woo! Number nine, Joe. Halloween night. It's one word. It's not Halloween night. It's Halloween night. One word directed by maybe the Polonia brothers. Maybe one. I'll let you know when the check clears, Joe. But, you know, Lori and I were a fan of Halloween night. You know why? Because it doesn't just suck. <laughs> it sucks dick. <laughs> watch it. It's fun. Don't have to watch it on Halloween night. But since it was called that, I figured... Yeah, fuck it. Scarecrow. You know, there's a killer scarecrow going around. And old John Carpenter's brother, Todd Carpenter, just tilts up his hat, looks at him. Scarecrow. After he murders a bunch of innocent teens. How can you not sit through such bullshit, Joe? How could you not? I want, hey. When that check cashes, Joe, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> At number eight, movie I've talked about several times on the show. Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors, Little Shop, Little Shop of Terror. Um, yeah, so if you have a, uh, a child that... Uh, <laughs> Don't molest it, number one. Up and it's like they're questioning their <laughs> sexual identity, you know, probably thinking of getting into musical theater, uh, which is a big indicator. Then show them this movie. This is a fun movie. <laughs> number eight, 
I have the Goosebumps episode, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Most people would put one of the haunted masks, but I think this one is better because I'm a fan of pumpkins. And even more, I'm a fan of jack-o'-lanterns. And these jack-o'-lanterns come from outer space to eat children. Population control, you know. Joe, there's nothing happier than a dead child. Because they didn't have to grow up and go through all the misery and bullshit that adults go through. So that's fucked up. Us both being Texas residents and all this abortion brouhaha going on. It's just like, why do you people want to make children live through this? If jack-o'-lanterns from outer space could just come out and suck fetuses through pussy holes and then pop up with muck on their face and go, trick or treat, ha <laughs> ha, here's a beer. I think we'd all be okay, right? Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, the R.L. Stein classic. Uh, number eight. Pussy hole. At number seven, I have the Monster Squad. I enjoy this flick because it has reimagined uh, <laughs> universal monsters in it. Uh, I could give a shit about the making of it. I'm not going to watch a documentary about the making of it because that just sounds fucking stupid. Not good. Self-indulgent. I don't care about getting autographs from any of these fucks, but I do enjoy this movie. It's good. It made the list, but didn't make an honorable mention. I have the happy haunting of Halloween for number seven. This shit is great. It was a DVD that was released. I don't know when, but uh, it's fucking great. Honestly, looking at it now, probably should have been in top five for sure. I just kind of forgot about May. Oh, shit. I got to make the lists we're about to record. But the happy Halloween, happy haunting the Happy Haunting of Halloween. Check it out. If you're a Halloween fan, dude, it's fucking, it's dope. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, no. The Happy Haunting of Halloween. If you're a Halloween fan and you just want, like, Halloween nostalgia, family fun shit, Watch The Happy Haunting of Halloween. It honestly should have been in the top three. But like I said, I threw this shit together. Daniel Roebuck, he's getting a lot of cum thrown in his face for being in Rob Zombie's The Monster Movie. But before that, he was a fan of monsters and Halloween masks and shit in general. David Laddie, one of the coolest motherfuckers you'll ever meet. He's in this shit. It's, if you like Halloween masks and monsters and shit, watch The Happy Haunting of Halloween. It is fucking awesome. And honestly, like I keep saying, it should have been in the top three. Like, this is a fucking staple. 
staple, staple of any October viewing, 100%. Like, I should kick myself in the own dick for fucking putting it this fucking high. Because it is fucking... Like, it's good. It's fucking just family-friendly, happy, spectacular fun. Good shit for real. Dave, fucking Dan, fuck, I don't know. Dave might, but Dan, go watch the shit. It's good. At number six, I've got Halloween safety videos that you can watch on YouTube. These are uh, again unintelligent or unintelligent. Yes, they very they are very unintelligent. They are unintentionally funny because they're they're very serious about these safety measures you should take on Halloween. Are there any in particular ones you could remember? I'll post links for them on I our. I hope you do because I like to watch production them. pages. Uh, so you're gonna post these on the DWN Productions. Terrible no. horror crap podcast page. There you go. That page. Okay. Oh, sorry. The DWN apostrophe S terrible horror crap podcast page on Facebook. That's the one. Okay. So, I mean, if they really made fucking like, don't talk to strangers, but it's Halloween, you bitch. I need a Snickers. I want to see this video. Okay, there's a couple of them. All right. I hope they're good. Post the best one. All right. Just post the best one for real. Yeah, I, I posted them a few years back. I just saw my regular Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, them. well, let's try. Yeah. And get about six people here. Yeah. <laughs> Two of which ordered shirts. Woo! Thanks, Mike the Mick. Thank Appreciate you. Ya. Was he one of them? I think he. Who was? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. Man, I'm just saying Mike the Mick. He's... And I don't mind trying to discredit anybody, but fucking Kyle, he's been slacking off, I'm sure. Number six, Tom. Shit. I have... I'm not sure what it's called. I wrote Sleepy Hollow, but that's that garbage-ass Tim Burton shit. I'm sure this is like The Legend of Ichabod Green from 1934. <laughs> the Disney version of The Headless Horseman. Which I is who's seen... paired with Mr. Toad. Yes, but we're talking about this one. It's been a while since I watched it, but uh, so much of the imagery of that shit has just stuck with me that it's so cool. Like, you can see the different colors of the flames coming out of the pumpkin's head as they painted that shit. And then you like, got the song that guy sings, you know. We'll get to that. Halloween. Yeah. Save it for Halloween. Right. But as of now, Dio I mean, was his name singing that song. Chum, take a piss again, then. Fuck you. I thought we were done with this shit. All right. As uh, as you can tell, Tom has a uh, little bit of a bladder problem. He can't really uh, hold the fluids like he used to. So he's uh, he's constantly in the bathroom, or he's constantly you know pissing into a like a Gatorade thing when he's on a long drive. Uh, yeah, not good. Say your prayers. For the poor laddie, 
and uh, hopefully this whole uh, thing will, will will pass and he won't have to have a colostomy bag. I don't know if that's for the same stuff, but yeah, I'm sure he, he's got some shitting problems too. But uh, fastcustomshirts.com is where you can get that shirt. Talking about the boy gob shirt, but, uh, and he's back. He's back to tell you all about his number. Or like, did he already do that? Yeah, I guess. Sorry, so. dogs. It's fucking Halloween. Getting yeah. drunk as fuck. It's gonna happen. You don't have to worry about this shit again till Christmas in the long December. I get two times a year, and this is one of them because it's part of the spooktacular. <laughs> At number five, I have some of that Tim Burton bullshit. This one combines two of my favorite things, Doggos and Frankenstein. And that's what the movie... Fucking dick and hot dogs. The short film Frankenweenie. Not the full-length one, because I haven't seen that one. But the short film is fucking great. You should have got a beer. I'm going to go get a fucking beer, because he obviously needs another. Oh, you'd think he's at a convention right now or something, but uh, but he's not. He's just here. He's uh, telling you about these obscurities that you need to watch. Like, what did he say? Halloween Town was on his list, and uh, Under Wraps I think was his number nine. That's a mummy film uh, produced by his good friends at uh, at Disney Disney Plus. I think it airs on. Uh, oh, speaking of which, there is a werewolf. By night coming on. So I guess I will be watching another Marvel movie uh, later on this month. Got the last beer in the fridge. All right. A few days ago, I drank a four-pack of Shipyard, four-pack of Pseudo Sue, woke up the next day, puking, fucking, couldn't do shit. You know what I did today? Drank that Shipyard, drank the Pseudo Sue, do it reverse, Fuck it. What do I got to do? All I do is wake up and fucking make masks and go to sleep. If I die in my sleep, it'll be a goddamn blessing, Joe. We can only hope for that kind of... We can only hope and pray for that. We got to pray just to make it today. Like I said, every day when I wake up, I go, Fuck! It's a motherfucking holiday, not for it's us. It's not. It's fuck. Not I woke us. up. Yeah. I'm just like, whew. I'm my blood pressure. I already feel it. Like I know I'm gonna be hospitalized soon for blood pressure. I don't even shut my eyes. You know, when you shut your eyes, you see those weird black, green, red, and white swirls that just kind of go around. I see those when I'm not shutting my eyes, Joe, and I feel it in my chest like. Yeah, my blood's a pumping. Pray for death. <sighs> Cheers. Cheers to fuck everything. Mm. Dreamers never die. I mean, they do. Not the, I'm not much of a dreamer. Because they're just stuff. fucking all that pressure on the heart. Just like I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing everything I can. And number four, I have Halloween 3, Season of the Bruja. Fuck! It's actually Season of the Warlock, but 
you get the picture. He's this a movie, boy. It's got some uh, trick or treating. It's got some robots. It's got like Stonehenge. Some butt fucking. Yeah, it's got all kinds of shit. Some dude fucking in the butt. Dude that rather you know take off and drink some beer than you know spend time with his kids. Uh, yeah, good movie. What do you want me to do? Talk to my socks? Here it comes again. Sorry, dog. Halloween wasted. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Here it goes again. That's all I can tell you. Number four, Tom. Number four. I have the Roseanne specials. You remember the show Roseanne for before they fired her for being white? Yeah. The Roseanne specials were good. I mean, they tried. They tried to make, you know, Halloween costume. Right? Mm-hmm. Can you name a better show that did, you know, a better sitcom that did Halloween specials? Home Improvement was on the list, but they didn't even make honorable mentions, so it couldn't have been better than Rosen. I think Cheers had maybe two episodes, but they didn't do it every year. Roseanne well, did it every year. Like, Roseanne was into it. Right. So, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Dickhead. Number three. I have Night of the Living Dead. Unlike the rest of Dark Romero's zombie movies, this one still fucking holds up. And it's a good watch for... uh, Especially, I think, if you have kids that have never seen it before, I think it still, like, has an impact. I think it's still a really good fucking movie. Unlike Dawn of the Dead or Day of the Dead, because those are real fucking dated and silly. (laughs) dreamer tom number three tom number three Take a fucking razor blade to it and say, fuck you, it's the Allah Zooey Loop. Then they said, no! <laughs> and they saved it. Now they have Rainbow to the Dark, the first disc record ever. <laughs> I don't want a song with Ray. I 
don't want a song with Rainbow in it because they kicked me out. You know, I got out of listening to horrorcore because everybody talked like this and tried to put out a scary voice. And that little ass Dio came around and said, I hear you raving tables, you are hungry for the rock, but to learn the ancient method, the doors you must unlock. Remember that one? <laughs> God damn. And a smaller one for KG. You're old. You're old. You remember that one too? Number three. Okay. Number three. We got Halloween three. The season of We're off to the witch. It's pretty good. If you want to watch a Halloween movie. I think the best one made is Halloween 3. The season of The Witch, even though there's probably, I think, maybe two lesser movies made by people with the same title, I think. Mm-hmm. One of them is a George Romero movie. <sighs> Fucking Wops. Mm-hmm. Fuck! At number two, I have House on Haunted Hill, the original with Vincent Price. This is a fun movie, mainly because uh, he and his wife talk a lot of shit to each other, and I find it entertaining. I think it's because you're a fan of lions. Scrape it out a little more, you fuck. We can't hear it. Thank you. Number Number two. Cartoon Network plays it all the time around Halloween, and I watch it every time I see it on, even though I also own the DVD. Shaggy's trying to rape them underage monster girls, dog. That's why he's wearing a red shirt, so people can't point him out. Oh, it was that old hippie in the green. Oh, he's wearing a red. He's off. He's off to see the witch. Fuck, we know how that one goes. That's pretty clever of Shaggy there. Mm, Piece of shit. At number one. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. The cartoon classic. Used to watch it every year. It came on as a kid. Now, I don't know. Is it on Paramount? It's somewhere. It's streaming somewhere. But, uh, yeah, the Great Pumpkin. Got to wait for him in that pumpkin patch. Show up. Charlie Brown. Fucked over a lot, you know, with that ghost costume with all the eyes. I thought it was clever, but all he got was a fucking rock. That's why he became the vulture when he got older. Bald motherfucker. (laughs) (coughs) All right, sorry, dude.
So if I can get to it and I remember with time, because, you know, when I fucking edit these pictures and throw all the audio together, it's right after we do this. But I'm severely intoxicated, Joe. And I wrote down, make a picture with the vulture with Charlie Brown's head throwing a rock. So if you go on DraftKings.com. And Murray in the background. With, all right, hold on. <laughs> with M-U-R-R-A-Y in the background. All right. What do we got? Number one, this is it because you're sucked. Number one, I got... <laughs> The Halloween tree. This isn't even nostalgic. I just seen this maybe five or so years ago, and it is great. Everybody should watch it around Halloween, even though that stupid fucking son of a bitch's name Pinkin. That's the worst name I've ever fucking heard, and it'll always be the worst. If I adopt a child, granted his name will be Pimkin, and granted he will feel my boot to the back of his cranium every single night before he goes to sleep. Because I live in Uganda. Joe! What are we gonna fucking count down next week? Hope. Wait, no. Hold on. Hold up. Hey, hey. Number four, we didn't even talk about. Because I thought this was gonna be a lead into something you were gonna pick next week. And my number four was Halloween commercials. And it was going to be, oh, I don't give a fuck, whatever, Halloween commercials, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that would plant a seed to be like, oh, I would. what are your favorite Halloween commercials? So something fucked up. I don't know where, but conveniently it fucked up there. So, Joe, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Next week we'll be counting down our top ten Worst monsters. Okay. <laughs> Let me try and write this a little better. All right, we got it. Well, if you want the worst monsters possible, I hope you head over to DWN Productions.net and fucking buy something. I don't know. Like, people keep hitting me up and say the website's fucked up. I hit the people who host the website. It's like, oh, no, it's good for me. Just tell them to fucking refresh their fucking cookies and use a different browser. Like, yeah, I should fucking have to do that when people are going to my fucking website. Like, you should have that shit. That's why I'm emailing you. Because they're telling me they have these problems. Oh, just tell them this. I shouldn't fucking have to. It should just work. Right. So if you want something, hit up uh, DWN 
P-R-O-D-L-L-C at gmail.com. And just tell me what you want, and I'll probably, probably get you hooked up. I mean, I should be saying, oh, I, I shouldn't be saying anything. Just do that and get at it. Enjoy life or, or fucking don't. Just brush your teeth like a Remington, like I hope to do in one day. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Fuck. Uh, Fuck. Go to fastcustomshirts.com like I've been saying all episode. Buy some shit. Buy some shit. So I can pay some shit. And uh, after that, go listen to Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules and uh, and the Last in Line album, Holy Diver, uh, Dream Evil. Yeah, those, those fucking... Those Dream Evil's a good albums. one? Yeah. Joe, if you're going to hit some ignorant fucks with some Dio tracks, give them three. Uh, tracks? Yeah. Uh, I like... Like I said, uh, from the Black Sabbath time, fucking uh, boy, God, die, die young. Is- oh,